Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, July 9th. The year is 2020. Is it the 9th already? My goodness. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure is. Are we sure it's... Oh, yeah, it's the 9th. Okay. Yep. <laughs> what is going you're, on? You're, you're, you're doing a great job, bud. Come on. <laughs> Give is, it up. What is happening? <laughs> I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my really just not feeling good about football season co-host, Matt Sheehan. Uh, hey, Matt. Don't know how much tailgating we're going to be doing this fall. Will, but we'll get into it, I'm sure. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Yeah, it's like every week feels like it takes six and a half minutes. Yeah, And sure I'm just does. like, wait a second. We're almost mid-July here. Uh, Matt, mm-hmm. we are four days away from... Like college football season starting, not the games, but like mandatory summer workouts. July thirteenth. Uh, are 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 we though? Are we four days away though? Is that really what's happening? Will is that what's going to happen? Is 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 that the the lies we're going to spoon feed each other on this fine evening? We'll talk about that here uh, in a second. We're, we're going to do a little bit of COVID uh, off the jump because. We got to talk about it. Ohio State is shut down. Shocker! Workouts. It's in the headlines. Yeah, yeah. it just keeps happening. Um, we'll talk about it just a little bit, and then we're going to try to get into the weekend on a fun note with two segments of listener yeah. questions. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do. That. We, we, we don't want to be Eeyore the entire time. Yeah, no. right. No, no. We're very professionally going to transition to mm, listener now questions. Now we're talking. Yes, yes. You know it. No laughs will be had during either segment. Oh man. So that's the plan for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, are you ready? As ready as Oliver Bue. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> let's recap. Oh, no. Let's recap Wednesday. <laughs> uh, let's go for it. Okay. Uh, the Ivy League cancels fall sports, or at least like postpones them until the spring, potentially will not consider sporting events until January 1 of 2021. Correct. That's one. Mm-hmm. North Carolina shuts down workouts. Too much COVID, I think. A lot of COVID. Yeah, there was, uh, I should have it up in front of me, uh, 30-something, right? 37, 27 within the yeah, football program? more than you'd want. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, Do- dozens. Uh, Let's just say dozens. Yeah. Like a Double of, dozen. A yeah. few dozen uh, positive cases, so North Carolina shuts down football workouts. Ohio State, later in the evening, uh, it comes out Ohio State has also shut down their facilities for voluntary workouts. No information released there. A lot of vagaries, but uh, they shut it down for seven sports. They had uh, a whole bunch of athletes on campus, football, volleyball, basketball, uh, men's and women's. I don't know what the other ones were, but I'm sure... Um, you know, they, they it was seven sports that they, they shut it down for, uh, football included, uh, due to COVID. And I'm sure that it wasn't because there were two positives, Matt. I would have a hard time believing I, that. I yes. think, yeah, that's tough. So We're going to see some volume there with uh, the positives. Yeah, they're, I believe the, those are the seventh. Carolina and Ohio State are the seventh and eighth uh, FBS football programs to shut down workouts. Every single day, D3 and D2 schools are canceling uh, their seasons or making massive changes to their seasons. The Ivy League was the first conference in Division I to make a, a big change like that. 
And there's a ton of speculation on what is going to be happening here. Uh, here's where we sit. Let's just lay it out factually, and then we can go from there. Just put it down for us, yep. yeah. As we record, it's, it's 11 p.m. July 8th. As you listen to this, it's July 9th. On July 13th, football season starts. Mandatory summer conditioning, training. They're not allowed to uh, like do technically like practices and walkthroughs, things of, of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like it's basically like practice kind of starts. Uh, <laughs> so that that's in four days, Matt. That's coming in hot. Yeah, that an, is. an abbreviated uh, off season for these college kids too, nonetheless. So yeah, these little walkthroughs and everything like that. Ooh, I th- oh, there's gonna be a little more spice on these ideally than uh, you would usually get if it was a perfect world. Yep. So that is uh, July thirteenth, right? Mm-hmm. Then we have the next sort of date uh, to look out for is July twenty fourth. So the that goes through. 13th through the 23rd, conditioning, weight training, film. July 24th through August 6th, 20 hours a week of team activities, uh, weight training, conditioning, walkthroughs. That can include a football. That's big. Start bringing mm-hmm. in a football, meetings, film reviews, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Those are the things that you do for those two weeks. And then uh, August 7th, you're in. You're, let's yep. go. It's practice time. Lock and um, loaded, baby. Yep. But like summer transitions to fall really quickly in college football, as you I just laid out. It's like ten days, two weeks, bang, we're in it, uh, and you're doing stuff the entire time. And it's really important timing for every program, especially one like Michigan State that's breaking in uh, a new scheme, new coaching staff, and a lot of new players. Uh, but Matt, Ohio State. They can't reasonably open things up uh, on July 13th. They're like, all right, we're good now. We're ready for mandatory team activities. Like, we don't know the numbers, but like, let's just take Carolina because we know the numbers. We've got mm-hmm. dozens mm-hmm. of football players that are going to be out for at least that portion. Like, Michigan State, they don't announce much, but the, the athlete who tested positive upon return to, returning to campus on June 15th did not test negative uh, as of last Monday. We haven't heard the update uh, yet. You may actually have it because I think they usually release it on Thursdays, but we don't have it right now Wednesday night. Two full weeks, and that student athlete had yet to test negative uh, after initially testing positive. It's not like a one-and-done weekly. you got to test negative, and that can take weeks. It takes months for people. Some people have had it COVID sure. for months. Mm-hmm. So let's just take Carolina. They're going to have a large chunk of their football team that cannot participate, and their facilities are shut down. What do you do? The, like, the, <laughs> That's the, the, the entire answer. time. That's the answer. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, like the entire time you're laying it out, and even before that, just like throughout the day, like whenever you see the headline, it's like, well, shoot, like what are you going to do? No, seriously. What? What? Please, someone tell us. Like, what? What are you going to do? Because I've I've got nothing that even resembles a, a competent answer. So yeah, I hate to be uh, one of the many people that just state the problems but don't even have an inkling of a solution. But no solution. Th- this is way above my pay grade to, to come up with something here. And even if I did, it wouldn't really be listened to by, by anyone important. So. The no, it, it sucks. It's a bummer. It's 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 a yeah. bummer. It's oh, a it totally bummer sucks. with a capital B and a capital ummer. It, the solution seems to be go back in time three months when we were starting to 
don't 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 get a grip on it and like okay the curve's going down let's make sure we don't mess this up and like everyone starts wearing masks and we you know we're not going to rehash uh all of that we we all know what's happened yeah but that is seems to be the solution uh everyone else not everyone else but most other places around the world seem to be uh getting sports back and and doing their thing and we're not uh on the path to do that and I do understand that, like, football's probably, if you had to rank all the sports in the entire world, that's probably going to be the hardest one it's gonna be tough. to rein it all in because there's how many kids are on a roster? 687 <laughs> kids per <laughs> roster, seemingly. Yes. Like, there are 13,000 There might as well be. Because, okay, basketball, sure, fine. Yeah. Like, F1, go for it. Golf, oh, my, please play through, sir. Football was always going to be the hardest one, and we're hitting stumbling blocks, and, yeah, we're not even at technical day one yet no. of the season so and, yeah we've talked yeah. about it there's 13,000 FBS football players ish a little bit more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. spread across the entire country right it's impossible to contain it's impossible to bubble it's impossible to quarantine it's just a very difficult situation it seems like the only reasonable way is for your area around your school your region your state your area to not have an outbreak not be going through an outbreak which Outside of Ohio State, uh, Notre Dame has been crushing it. Very few positives at Notre Dame. Same with Wisconsin. Michigan State's got three or four or five. U of M has two or three. The Midwest, <laughs> excluding Ohio State, uh, who was the, kind of the first one, has really uh, done a good job. We've seen outbreaks in the Carolinas, Florida, Arizona, Texas. Like Schools from all those places have really been like turning in positive tests. And so you and I have talked about perhaps there's a chance for some sort of regional thing. And there's been, you know, the idea of a Big Ten only season has been kicked around. Ten game conference season played over 13 weeks so you can get like schedule flexibility and and figure things out because not everything's going to line up when you just remove the non-con games. But Tom Dinehart, who covers uh, Purdue... Uh, he's been doing it for a long time. I want to get his goldenblack.com. Uh, it was said, you know, they're meeting today, 7-9, uh, as of, I don't know when, but like today they're meeting to make this decision to, to talk about these things. Maybe not make a final decision, but, and you joked about this before the show, Matt. Whatever they say, who knows what it even means in a week? I, it, it won't even get a reaction out of me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's meaningless. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I hate to be Debbie Downer, but like whatever comes out of that meeting is yeah. completely meaningless to me. But there's like, a meeting. Yeah, there's a meeting being held to kick around the idea of, hey, is it feasible to do a Big Ten only season ten games? And if you get to mid-August and none of your football programs are like coming through with dozens of positives. They're all, you know, oh, we got a, a positive here, positive there. Yeah, we feel like we can get through this and you're doing enough testing and there are protocols in place, which we don't even know what the freaking protocols are anywhere. I don't know if anyone does. Don't know if anyone has protocols. Uh, but if all your conferences, schools are in a place where like, yeah, we feel like we can feel the team safely, go play football, COVID is not rampant in our program. We don't have a bunch of sick people. We've done a good job, uh, and you're able to do that. Like, yeah, you could, in theory, get it going. You're just going to be have to be incredibly careful about travel. And 
being on campus and who you're around and <laughs> I don't know, like maybe only do online. I don't know. It's just, it's, there's a lot of problems, but that is something that is being kicked around. Uh, we do know this, Matt. Yes. They're going to do, it, it, administrators are going to do everything in their power to get football played this fall. Yeah, and that's that's great and all. I, I appreciate the effort. I Yeah. I just missed the time, like, two or three weeks ago when we were all excited. that like, hey, oh, this could happen. This is great. How, how stupid were we? Uh, Curve's coming down, baby. Look at the trend. And then two days later, it was like, yeah, Texas has set a new high. Florida has set a new high. And every it's, single day, yeah, seven it, it, states. It was, Two elevators, one elevator was going up, one was coming down, and like we were meeting like right <laughs> at the middle, and we were like, yeah, okay, okay. we're all on the same page, this is great. Uh, oh, so where's that elevator go? Oh, it's going up. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. It was like two days before we were talking about, okay, Clemson and LSU, they use the mulligans, they, you know, everyone's got to learn, like, nope, it was over. We were done. I haven't lost complete hope yet, but I've lost uh, 90% of my my hope for the season coming up. 90? I'm I'm thinking that a Big Ten-only thing could work if all the schools maintain the trend that they've been on minus Ohio State, able to stay clean, stay not sick because the surrounding areas, the Midwest – is still sort of like stable-ish and hasn't been spiking uh, like the South and the West have. So that is, I guess, like the saving grace is like, yeah, maybe maybe the Big Ten can play because their states aren't having outbreaks. Who the hell knows, though? Yeah. All right. That was a long segment. We're going to come back. Let's get happy. Yeah. Let's, and we're let's gonna, light this thing up. Yes. We're going to lighten it up with some listener questions in just a minute. But first, Matt, a word from rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from... What do they have, Matt? They got carpet. That's the only thing I really know. They got tail lamps. They've got some crazy engine control modules. Did I nail that? Yeah, you nailed it. (laughs) Look at me go. Engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, batteries, motor oil, carpet. Nice. You need it, they got it, rockauto.com for your minivan, your truck, your classic car, whatever. They've got it. few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for these same parts? You wouldn't do it. You'd be a fool, a fool, a clown. A a clown. Yeah, a sucker. A sucker. Go to rockauto.com. Anyway, yeah, go. Go rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on, two words, locked on, and they're how did you hear about us, Buck? So they know that we sent you right locked on Spartans, too. Give yeah, us put, put some sauce on that, yeah. Put some sauce on that. Ooh. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, Matt, you're leading the way in the questions. So yeah, let's crack open let's this mailbag, this. baby. All right, you know what? We're coming off hot off a topic of just the misery of a sportless fall. Let's let's just change the tide big time right here. This is from Odell Brethem Jr. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on the potential of March 2021 to feature both March Madness and college football? Start hydrating right this very minute <laughs> if that's the case. Oh, boy, buckle up. It could be really fun and insane. And I was—I remember when 
all this stuff was happening in March. Like, all right, the NBA pause, MLB's probably going to delay, NHL pause, uh, whatever, everything pause. I was thinking, man, next October, not next, but like this September, October, August, we got some real potential for like the best months of sports we've ever had. And I wish I could go back in time and slap myself in the face because what an idiot I was to think that could be possible. I, I, who, who can, who can blame anyone though for thinking that? Cause really that, that was kind of, you know, one of the lights at the end of the tunnel. Uh, Obviously there's a lot bigger things in sports, but you know, wow. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, like what? Mm -hmm. Three golf majors between September and October, the Ryder cup, college football. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Baseball playoffs. What? Why don't you? The Kentucky Derby, September 5th. Oh yeah. We're going to, have a fall baby we already lost the Ryder cup and i don't think it's gonna be the first thing we lose uh no but however march 2021 could be our new light at the end of the tunnel here for everything going on yeah i'm sure i'm sure the vaccine stuff will work out perfectly and the rollout will be fine and everyone will get it by then and everyone will be happy yeah, see, okay, good, yeah, you, you see the vision then, nice. Right now, right now, <laughs> w- w- I, I hand you a contract that says you, you get March 2021 with March Madness and college football, you sign it, that means that there's nothing this yeah. fall, nothing this winter. Yeah. Well, no, well, okay, no, there, there's there's college basketball starting in January, second semester. Would, would you sign, you'd have to sign it, right? Yes, immediately. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I, I will take any, question. any certainty for anything. It doesn't even have to be, like, anything right now, just give me... Give me precedented. Give me a precedented moment. Mm-hmm. I'm sick yeah. of unprecedented. I'm tired of fluidity. I want a certainty. Well, it would also be a nice payoff too. You know, at the at the end of all this, that that'd be nice. Like you know, you always say like, ah, oh, well, we, you know, you you don't deserve anything in life. No, screw that. We we deserve uh, no, we a bonanza. We don't. We, no, we don't. Uh, yeah, we, oh, sure we do. Yeah, we know we no. deserve a, a bonanza. The people I know are doing the things right uh, the last few months. They, they do, for sure. Yes, they do. Yeah. But the people going to Whole Foods and... God, we're not here to talk about them. spiking watermelons into the ground and kicking <laughs> children because they have to put on a mask. They don't deserve anything. <sighs> but for the, for, for the rest of us, I've been doing this right. We deserve this march. That would be, oh, it'd be just certified bananas, man. I, yeah, I, I'd be all about it. I just, just tickled. Do you think they would still play college football on Saturday and also like March Madness games on Saturday too? Like a nice old elite eight action with a college football doubleheader. Do you think they'd do that, or do you think they'd? And they'd have sw- to work something out. Around? I think they would too. Probably okay, not going to cannibalize ooh. themselves. Um. But I would like them to. I don't know. I kind of I would appreciate that. All right. Well, that was kind of a fun start, right? Mm-hmm. How many consecutive... Uh, I, I should read the name. Excuse me. Ken Neville. Thank you very much for the question. How many consecutive Big Ten basketball titles will MSU win until the current streak is broken? Will, refresh my memory here, how many straight has MSU won right now? Not one. No? Not two. No, it has to be. It has to be two. There's no way. There's no way that they, they, they were three. They were dead in the water this year after they lost to Maryland at home. Not two and a half. Oh God, it is it's three, three, isn't it? It's three. Wow. They won three. Could you imagine being an idiot and writing them off the Big Ten race after they lost to Maryland at home? Oh, I would never. Oh, couldn't be me. It was precisely me. It was you. Um, yeah, no, it, it was precisely me. Mm-hmm. So, what, what are you feeling here for the consecutive Big Ten basketball title? Three. 
See, it's either three or six for me. It's either that, three. That, I was just going to say yeah. it's either three or six. It's there's <laughs> you're not, you're not going to see a four or five in the mix here. It, it's it's a three or a six. It, it's going to be a tough Big Ten year. I think. I, yeah, I, I, it's not like I'm saying that there's no way MSU is going to win the Big Ten next year. I just think yeah, they'll be a top five team. They'll be know, good. But, they have good players still. Yeah, but I, if I, Xavier I to, Tillman comes back, like give me six. Sure. But. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough to win the conference. I, yeah, T- Tillman is probably the the linchpin for this. Yes, correct for yeah. for this whole. Oh, that'd be nice. But I I hate to say this. I, I really don't want to say this out loud. I, Iowa is going to be the uh, bump in the road here. But if there's one thing that Iowa is going to do, and it's crap in the bed at every opportunity they have to make themselves worthwhile in the Big Ten, so we do have that going for us. But also, Wisconsin is going to be pretty sick too. I mean. No, I'm not reading this right. <laughs> Demetrius Trice got an eighth year of eligibility. Oh my god! Like I'm sorry, I'm just reading the roster for them next year. Demetrius Trice, Brad Davidson, Aline Ford, Micah Potter, and Nate Reavers. Yeah, Demi- like how, how is Trice day. still on the team? That's unbelievable. He was a he was a freshman when I was a sophomore in college in 2011. That's impossible. Anyway, so those are going to be your, your two bumps in the road. There, uh, Indiana will have a decent team, sure. Uh, Michigan will as well, but I. I, I think it's Wisconsin and Iowa that you really got to worry about for Michigan State. And if they get through that, well, guys, you've heard the the recruiting, how that's been going lately. So that's why I think we could push this bad boy to six if they get beyond three. Agreed. Yes, nice. You, you said it all. Oh wow, this is how you feel all the time. Uh huh. Oh, I'm gonna soak in this moment a little bit. Ooh, <laughs> all right, wow. Okay. Ooh, nice. Get used to it. No, I will not get used to this. Uh, who is taller between the two of you? This is from Brendan at Sparty Party Twenty Three on Twitter. Who is taller between the two of you? Let's just right off the top. It, it, it is not a heavyweight bout no, between Will neither and I. Of us. That's it the is answer. A, neither uh, of us. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a tie. We both take silver. Yeah, <laughs> I, I top out at a, at a hulking what five foot nine, maybe five foot nine and a quarter. Uh, yeah. If I'm wearing the you're right pair of shoes that day, you're a little day. taller yeah. than me. If I'm wearing a thick pair of socks, uh, get up to five. <laughs> give me some, you know, five nine and a quarter platform yeah. shoes. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I gotta say though, I haven't cut my hair since February, so when when I get that up go. in the air, that's probably at least like five ten and a half. Oh yeah, that's 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 what Still I. Still wearing to shoes too. though. Yeah, hair straight up. Yeah, you're you're a skosh taller than me. And it's still not an impressive height. No. Not, not even on a roster height. Nope. So, okay, so back in high school. Uh, our football coach would give us, you either had two inches or 15 pounds to add on your football oh, weight. Yeah. Yep. And, or, or you can minus it too, whatever, like that. I think I said, like, hey, coach, put me down for like 5'11. I was put in the roster at six feet, 185 pounds on the roster. <laughs> I was, prospect. I was, oh my God, dude, 100%. Yeah. People would come to the game, like, expecting me to just, to just baptize them, just moss them all over the field. But no, I was like 5'8, 130 back in high school. So yeah, six feet, buck 80. Uh, probably, mm, God, I wonder how many scouts just walked in expecting someone else and then just turn around, getting back in their cars and leaving. Probably a, mm. a, a good handful. Yeah. Probably a lot. All right, break time before we send this home? Or? Uh, yeah, let's do a break. We'll do a break. We're going right. to come right back with more listener questions as Matt learns how to drive the show. I'm actually going to do this one first because I, we got an email too, and I got it up right now. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, Benjamin Waldman sent us a handful here. Thank you, Benjamin. Um, let me just pick a couple. Well, sure. what, here, real quick, just from you, what's the – your best game ever, were you, what's your best game ever, MSU game ever? 
Rose Bowl. Oh, That'd be and then Rose I tend right? to, yeah, it's it's the easy answer is the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That's yeah. an easy one. It's um, easy and boring answer, but for yeah, the I right missed, reason. I've missed all the good fun ones. Yeah, <laughs> I do a bunch of just yeah. conference wins and like, oh yeah, they beat Indiana <laughs> and they, uh, Boise State was fun. Uh, sure, as a, sure. As a season opener, that was just uh, a cool. Party vibe. L- Little Giants always has a place in my heart because that was like my second game in the student section at State, and that, yeah. that like obviously just being out of the game in general was amazing. But yeah, that that was sensational I was, too. I was there. I was not in the stadium. Oh, that's yeah. tough. That's um, tough. what advice would you give an incoming MSU law student about the university as a whole or East Lansing? What's like a East Lansing secret you can pass on to Benjamin here? I don't know. I'm, I'm so glad you kept on going with that because I thought it was just going to be a law school question. I was like, I'm the <laughs> literal most unqualified person to, <laughs> to answer that question yeah. for sure. Um, so law student, you're broke. So it, it, you probably student. heard a lot of chatter about either Menace or Conrad's. I. Uh, if you're going to attempt it sober, lower your expectations is what I would say because it, it sings to you after you've had a few pops that night. But if you're just going for a dinner, it, it's it's not going to resonate as, as much as the, the hype does for sure. I, I think is one piece of advice I would go with. Okay. Um, yeah. Qdoba Wednesdays. Uh, See, I, like it's been a Moses. Been, yeah, yeah, Moses gone. So I, so I used to have like burrito – Dates like okay, Mo's a go to, or Monday I go to Mo's. Sure. Tuesday I go. I don't even remember where, but like four of the days of the week, I had a place where I'd go because their food was the cheapest. Um, yeah, that that's a that's a good one. I think Qdoba is still there. Qdoba Wednesdays. Uh, I don't know if they still do that, but man, uh, I don't know what what's good advice. Go to the dairy store. Dairy store, sure. And, well, I guess if, you, if you're going to go the gym route also, uh, IM West is, what, three times the size of IM East? So it depends if you like is, crowds, yeah, uh, then I don't know, because IM East was always packed. So I, I think I'd lean IM West. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go to any of the Greek pizza places. They're great. Woody's is great. Uh, good fair value food. I don't well, know why. Give Harrison Roadhouse a visit too. Like that place doesn't get enough spin, uh, especially for like a lot. Like I, I don't, I don't know the maturity of a law student. When I hear law student, I think, Oh, I'm way above uh, yeah. the people at Rick's and for good reason too. That, that's not a slight at all. So uh, Harrison could be the spot. I oh. wouldn't recommend Harbors necessarily uh, for the next few weeks or so. Some bad yeah. PR their way, it's but tough. once it's open, head to I got one for you. Uh, go to cottage Inn like after 10 PM. And they have like five dollar pizzas, like personal pizzas. Do you know that's that? a very good tip. No, I had no idea. That yeah. would have been very helpful. No, 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 no screw it. Never mind. I, I don't regret my my Domino's affinity. <laughs> that, that's fine. I don't take any of that back. Yeah, that's a that's a little secret. I don't know if they still do that, but they definitely did that seven years ago. And if you ever need to kill time, just like walk along Red Cedar River on campus. Like it, it is Speaking beautiful. Of, as hell. If I jump to the Red, he, he also asked if I jump into the Red Cedar on my first day of campus. So, post okay. proof on Twitter. Can I get a shout out on the pod? I'm yeah, say, sure. Why not? Yeah, I'm gonna say don't do that, but sure. No, go for it. it, it it's fine. It's fine. Gross. I'm not you you you, you get COVID immunity on the spot, and you also get respect and, and, and the memory cedar. you'll you'll never forget. So yeah, just just go for it. It's literally like red. Yeah. Sure, that, that that's the color we'll call it. Yeah, red. Mm-hmm. Crimson, yes. Where's the most underappreciated place in the state of Michigan? Lake of the Clouds in the Porcupine Mountains in the UP. Google it. Uh, I'm not, uh, I, would, I was going to say Section 16 of uh, Spartan Stadium <laughs> because, <terrible>. yeah. 
great great location, great bathrooms right behind your section. You're in between all the good concessions. Um, no, on a real note, uh, I, I might have to go Holland, Michigan here. Like my wife went to Hope College, wow, and uh, always a pleasant time answer. going over there. Yeah, I, 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 you, what do you want me to do here? I'll probably give a good answer. Read another question. Read another question. Oh God. Okay. Does a b-ball team? Uh, sorry. Excuse me. Uh, this is from. Oh, that's a lot of letters. At S P T N J D one one three on Twitter. Uh, does a basketball team featuring Amani Bates, Max Christie, and Jaden Akins lose any games? And then MSU Sports News two added plus Pierre Brooks and the rest of the players. Do they lose any games if they are on a squad together in 2021-2022? Yeah. It, I know it's a boring answer, but yeah, I think they're going to lose a few because I. You know what? Speaking of the, like sporting events, uh, I, I did not go to a good MSU game because they got throttled by Duke uh, in the 2015 Final Four. But yeah, watching that Kentucky team lose to Wisconsin team made me think that we'll never see another undefeated team ever again in college hoops. Like if that team couldn't get it done, and don't get me wrong, Wisconsin was good, but like they were better. Probably than Wisconsin, but they still lost. Like, yeah, you're gonna get tripped up somewhere along the season. Like banging out forty and zero, I I just don't think it's a thing we'll ever see again. There's way too much parody in college hoops, which is great. And yeah, we're gonna be relying on Imani Bates, Christie, and Akins. That's that's a lot of freshmen to be relying on. And sure, yeah, you'll you'll have perhaps your your Browns, your Marbles, maybe Hauser in the mix, perhaps a Watts. Uh, if that tickles your fancy, but yeah, especially when you're playing the Big Ten too, which is top to bottom usually pretty strong. So I, I'm sorry, I hate to be, but yeah, you're probably gonna lose a handful of games, maybe five, six, seven games, maybe. Fair. It's it's tough to go undefeated. <laughs> a team with seven NBA uh, draft picks or declarees, however you want to call it, uh, couldn't get it done. So yeah, I, I just gotta. Hard time believing. Don't hate. Don't get me wrong. Give me a sick team. Going to be a really fun season. Cannot yeah. wait for it. Oh, th- that season is going to be popping from the minute March uh, or midnight madness tips off. Oh boy, I, that's going to be a fun time. Do you have any other questions uh, on the email or re- re- no? I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the email. Look at that uh, basketball question or or how, how much how much time do we have? How much time do we have? Do whatever you want. Yeah, perfect. What are expectations for Hoggard and Sissoko next season? That is from at Luke Zimmer 5. Do you want to take this one away, or do you want me to kick this off? Can you read it again? I wasn't paying attention. I'm getting yeah. into a fight on the internet right now. As as one does, of course. What are the <laughs> expectations for Hoggard? He is a uh, he's going to be a guard for the Michigan State basketball team next year. <laughs> I'm back and in. I'm back Sissoko. in. Sissoko. <laughs> Sissoko is going to be a hulking 8-foot-11 uh, Center with a 15 wingspan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Yes, he he can touch Hubbard and Brody at the same time by standing at Shaw. It's it's quite incredible. What yeah. what are their expectations? So for next season. Yeah. So AJ Hogger, they're they're both good prospects. Definitely. Uh, they're at sort of different levels. Maddie Sissoko is a top 40-ish kind of guy, mm-hmm. like right at that line, like 39 to 43, somewhere in there. I feel like Body's ready for college basketball too. Yes, yeah. he is a. He's a very strong. You will look at him and be like, ah, okay. Oh, he's 26 years old and has three kids. Yeah. Oh. Uh, AJ Hoggard is is really talented and is going to be a really good player, but I think he's like 75th, 74th, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a really good, solid recruit. Number 11 or 12 point guard in the entire class. Solid, uh, yeah. They'll both see time. You know, Hoggard is going to. They're going to have to see time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you hope he gets caught up to speed like as quick as possible. 
there's a chance he might not. And, you know, Rocket Watts is running the point more. Foster Lawyer's running the point more. Hoggard gets a few minutes here or there. But, like, okay, he's not quite ready yet. Whereas Sissoko, I think, is going to come in, have a somewhat defined role as, like, a big dude who can come in, block some shots, roll to the rim, get to the dunker spot, dive to the rim, dunk, finish strong, and just kind of like be a big menacing dude with long arms while he sort of works on developing his skill set. Like he's not going to be like, oh, wow, there's uh, Maddie Sissoko taking someone off the bounce. Oh, there's Maddie Sissoko ran in from three again. Like he's got skills. It's just going to be some, some time. Um, but he has enough physical ability just to make an impact. Like he'll have some thunderous dunks uh, this season. He's going to have some big blocks this season for sure. Yeah, and I, I, I want to preface this with this disclaimer right now. I'm not saying he's going to be Cassius Winston. Yeah, Hoggard's going to be a great player, but I'm not saying he's going to turn into Cassius Winston. I don't want my words to get misconstrued here. But I think his freshman season could look a lot like Cassius's because Cassius, you go back to his freshman season. Okay, so you had Tum Tum Nairn running the point, doing mm-hmm. that a lot. And you real had, quick, yeah, Cassius was like the number 37 player in the class, like or 32. He was a really... Really good recruit, like not quite pushing on five stars because, you know, the top 15 or so guys, but he was like in that next tier, like, yeah, Cassius is kind of a really good high four-star player, but continue. So for sure. So yeah, Tom Tom, uh, we we all know his story. He played point guard. He had his limitations like that. Okay, so that's your, this year's version of Foster Lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, Matt McQuaid had to run some point. Aaron Harris perhaps had to do a cameo every once in a while. Okay, so I think that's going to be, more of Rocket this year, although I think Rocket's going to play a little more. But you need a third guy to break up your offensively limited guy and your guy that really isn't a true one anyway, and that's what Cassius was his freshman year. He, he got a lot of spin. He started five games at the end of the season, and yeah, he played what? I think it was like 20... Yeah, got it right in front of me, actually. 20.7 minutes a game that year. I think that's going to be what Hoggard's at right there. Maybe creeping a little north of Ooh, that. I would say a little south of that, but... I think it would take two minutes either way. I think 20 is a good benchmark. Maybe it's 22, maybe it's 18. Okay, or down to 16 for sure. But I think with what you have right now with Rocket, I think he can play point guard. I think he's going to be more comfortable at the two. Foster, I think they're going to give him a shot at the one. But, yeah, I think Hogger's going to be a guy that's just going to eat about 20 minutes a game. And like Cassius, maybe six points a game. I think that would be a ceiling, though, for Hogger. But maybe closer to, like, five Four, perhaps. Yeah. I'm not going to say he's going to average 5.2 assists like uh, Cassius did his freshman year because that's insane. But yeah, I, maybe a good chunk, maybe like three or four. So I don't know. If I had to guess, 20 minutes a game, yeah, why not? I'm feeling saucy tonight. Six <laughs> points a game and four assists. I, like something like that, right? He's So he's got some savvy to his game. If you just sort of watch the highlights and things, uh, he's not a blow you away athlete, although he is. I would think more athletic than Cassius. Not I think so. Cassius That's is, to say, probably. Cassius is a, a different type of athlete, but Hoggard more of like a traditional athlete, like can run a little faster, jump a little higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got great handle, can take guys off the bounce. Smart is like sort of some old school aspects to his game where he can kind of work his way in there a little bit like Cassius uh, and find people, find a little bit of space to get a shot. Uh, and is someone who I think eventually is going to be a really good point guard for Michigan State, and he'll find ways to impact 
uh, the, the game early. You just might not see as many. I remember Cassius as a freshman. You're like, oh, okay, yep. Like, there'd just be some passes where you're like, I haven't seen anyone make a pass like that at MSU in 10 years. And you're just like, okay, uh, this is this is it. I get it. Um, and I think we're, maybe you saw a dozen of those with Cassius his freshman year. Maybe Hoggard, you only get five or six. Like, it'll be mm-hmm. there. It's just not quite to that level of Cassius. He'll be solid, but you talk about world-class size shoes to fill. It's, it's going to be tough. I, it's I, tough. I, yeah. No matter what season Hoggard has, I, I think some people are going to be like, oh, this is what we have. But, like, no, get, no like, just give it time. we got a level set here, man. Like, yeah, yeah just like you're saying, 60s, 70s recruit. He, he is going to be fine, but poof. This team. over for Cassius Winston. Oh, yeah. my. I don't Let's, want that job. <laughs> this is how I, I – we should finish the show this way. Just to, like, sum it all up as it relates to next year's team. Like going into last year, like, all right, this is going to be a team that succeeds because of Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman, right? Mm-hmm, right. Predominantly. Like, obviously, other guys are going to have course. roles. Yeah. Those two are going to carry the load. This next year's team is going to succeed because they have nine people that are big, athletic, rangy, can switch defensively, and can play with really high energy and rebound and just do all sorts of, like, high-flying type things. Like, it may not be pretty. They may not be super functional on offense at times, but they're going to be able to defend like crazy mm-hmm. most of the time. They are totally. they have the chance to be, if you just look at some of the potential lineups, like, they're going to have a chance to be one of the best defensive teams in the country. They've got shooting, enough shooting, like, to piece together an offense and enough guys that can kind of create some offense between Rocket and Aaron Henry, like, when things get bogged down a little bit, like just kind of get by and have a decent offense. Like that's how they're going to do it as a collective leaning on being big athletic defensively, uh, as opposed to, you know, like I said, leaning on Cassius and Xavier Tillman so that you like lean on the collective more going into next season, as opposed to a couple individuals. Yeah. Can't can't argue with that. So that's just kind of what I see the team as. All right, let's, and today's show on that note, thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. Listen to all the podcasts this week. If you missed it, I objectively think we uh, had a good show uh, on Wednesday uh, talking about Max Christie's commitment. Matt did a really good interview with uh, Max's high school coach. And I think if you listen to that, you'll be super fired up even more. Oh, yeah. You know, it's always fun landing a five star recruit, but then you talk to his coach and he's like, yeah, this is like a straight A student who is a tireless worker and is going to MSU specifically to get coached hard. Like he is, nothing is stopping him from greatness. You're like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Totally. So go back and and check that out for sure. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us into the weekend. Just reading this Izzo quote right here. Oh, he says wear a mask too. Yeah, wear a mask. Listen to Izzo. Listen to Tommy. He's never steered us wrong. All right. Go green, guys. Ben Carter, though. Now, why would you do...